beautiful people. You are listening to Wildfire and Flowers with your co-hosts, Vanessa DeMello and Paola Diku, where we explore the delicious topics of conscious living, self-love, and divine embodiment. We are two souls bringing you along on our journey of spirituality and empowerment. So grab your tea, take a mindful breath, and let's flow into the frequency. Welcome everyone to another episode of Wildfire and Flowers. We are now on episode five, like five golden rings. (laughs) Feels like a milestone almost to me. What do you think, P? I think it is a milestone. Lucky number five. I wonder what this five actually symbolized. Five, like in angel numbers, you mean? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll look it up after. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm sure we're inspiring you to look it up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Can somebody let us know? Number five, angel number? I don't know. If it has any significance, thank you in advance. (laughs) (laughs) So today we thought we'd talk about something that would appeal to you and has appealed to both of us at certain points in our lives. And honestly, right now at this point in time. So have you ever been in a situation where you are talking to your friend or whoever it may be, someone important in your life, and some things go down? Something goes down, something doesn't align with this person and you anymore. You just don't trust them anymore. Something happens, they go against something that they said they would do or a part of their value system, they kind of go against it. And you're like, who are you, dude? Like, I don't know you anymore. And then you don't trust them. And then you guys have a whole reparation and you have to rebuild that trust. Hopefully, if that's where you choose your relationship to go, that person has to regain your trust and then you take it from there. I've been in situations like that. Have you been in situations like that? Yes. Can confirm. (laughs) Can confirm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And also the opposite where you have kind of gone against something that you have said, done, or your value system, your morals, whatever it may be, and then you have to gain somebody else's trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today's episode is kind of like that, but even a little bit more in depth. Have you been in a situation where you actually, this didn't it doesn't involve anybody else or a second party, third party, just lost that trust in your own self. And you're like, who am I? I don't even trust myself to make this decision. I don't know what's going on. And you go through a whole sort of crisis within that. And how do you make those reparations with yourself? How can you forgive yourself? How can you go back to loving yourself and trusting yourself again? So welcome to episode number five, a return to self-trust. Oh my. (laughs) And this is honestly just the perfect episode. I will be honest with you, V, and everybody else listening because I'm also right now in a stage of my life where I'm asking myself, am I trusting myself to make all the right decisions? Am I making all the right decisions? What are the right decisions? Is there a decision that's right? Like what? So... This really couldn't have come at a better timing because 
you know, even like as we've been telling you from the very start, both V and I are going through all of these things that we're talking about. We're sharing from our own experience, from our own life. And in my case right now, when it comes to trust, I, whew, I find such a, an important component of trusting yourself and knowing that you're making the best decision for yourself is really also learning how to quiet a lot of the chatter that's going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. Because your mind, I think, has a habit of just like overreacting, being like, it's all these stories, all these narratives, all this. You know, if I don't do that, if I do that, this is the monkey brain you've referred to in the past. It is. It is the monkey brain. Like, it's like learning to control that monkey chatter that's really there because unless you're able to look past that, I think it will be very hard to to trust yourself. I find that trusting yourself for me comes from a place of, it is stillness, right? If you're restless and constantly like thinking and wanting to move and do this and that and that, do you have the clear headspace to be really making, you know, authentic decisions for yourself? I find that a home, a return to trust is a return to even like stillness and a return to, mm-hmm. yeah, the calm within you. And how do you channel that? Mm-hmm. And you even mentioned that clearness and that clarity. And there's a constant question that goes through my mind when I'm thinking about if I'm making the quote unquote right decision, depending on the path that I'm looking to go towards and who I am in right now. But if you're so unclear in your mind, it's kind of hard to make that decision as to what is upcoming for you. And how do you gain that sense of clarity when you don't trust your initial instincts due to a situation where you've lost that trust in yourself? And I am going through something along those lines. The past couple months were a bit heavy for me personally in my journey. And this was due to a situation where um, others lost trust in me. I lost trust in others. And due to that as well, I lost trust in myself. It was a pretty heavy situation. And, you know, those reparations are made day by day. And things come up as well. There is no perfect – like past is in the past for sure. But things come up and people trusting your patterns versus the words that you say is totally legit. And when that happens, and I've been in the the person who's like said things but then done the opposite, and I'm like, what do I actually believe in? Where am I going with this and what kind of life do I want to live for myself? That's why I've been recently thinking about those questions and analyzing them while being super compassionate with myself because I've spiraled like Pinos for sure like I have spiraled and I think that's okay that's part of the journey too Mm -hmm. there's a lot of forgiveness that's needed when you are rebuilding that self-trust right definitely a lot of forgiveness I think a lot of patience with yourself a lot of care I mean I'm you know no stranger to spiraling Mm -hmm. I find that I'll still do it sometimes. And for me at this moment in my life, and I'm literally surrounded by the forest. I'm literally in the middle of nature. And it's so beautiful. And I'm reading this book about forest bathing. And it's talking a lot about, you know, like really listening to the forest, connecting to it. And 
I find that the forests and nature can actually be one of our greatest teachers in order to find that stillness and also to connect to that land that we are a part of, you know, we're not above, but Mm. I find I relate this to trust because, you know, I've been going on walks to the lake, which, you know, takes about um, five minutes to walk down there and it's just nothing but trees, you know, this beautiful path. But most of the time when I'm walking there and back, my mind is filled with so much chatter. There's so much of like this and that and the future and like that story of what what happened with that person. It's a lot of worrying, to be honest. It's a lot of like, oh, this I need to do this. And, you know, I still need to do that. And, oh, I'm going to need to do this. And it's like I'm making to-do lists while I'm walking to the lake and I'm surrounded by <laughs> by the trees instead which of is, just like enjoying your walk and your journey which is crazy isn't it but what if instead you know like on this walk or you know in the park wherever you have just like you know trees and grass and nature you were to actually pay attention to what's around you to listen maybe lean against the tree you know like train that monkey chatter to just calm down, to be where you are. Because when you just be where you are, I find that the answers end up just coming. Because I do I do believe in a soul. You're more than just your mind. And when you find that, you know, calmness and you still those waters inside of you, that's where, you know, the answers are there. You didn't need to go searching for them. There was nothing to do. It was just, it was there. You already knew what the next right choice for yourself was if you just quiet, mm-hmm. listen, see. Because I think taking away the chaos and the worries that's occupying you gets you back home mm-hmm. to that self-trust, to that I'm where I'm meant to be. This is who I am today. I'm not meant to be anyone else. I'm not meant to be anywhere else. This is it. So it's kind of like this is the space where you're at when something's gone wrong, things have hit the ceiling, your ducks are not in a line, and you're like, okay, I do not trust myself, I do not trust my decisions, everything is chaotic in my mind. Now you're trying to gain that clarity Mm -hmm. without a sense of a dominant type control, just clarity and guidelines for yourself. So you're like, okay, I know what needs to get done next because when that monkey chat is going off and things are chaotic up in your brain, it can get hectic. So I really love that you said that. Now I'm kind of thinking when you have all that chaos going on in your mind and you're trying to space it out and control it out. So I guess your advice here is to get out in nature and just kind of like humble yourself almost like hey you're just you are nature yeah. you are on this earth you are here remind yourself get grounded cool it off and just be for a moment like okay calm down it's okay okay get out of nature love that yeah take your shoes off you know yeah. <laughs> and It's an active choice to forgive yourself and when you are out in nature or when you do take those moments to sit with yourself, be forgiving, be compassionate with yourself and then think in your next steps, what do you want to do? How do you want to go about this? Because 
one thing I learned is you cannot control other people's reactions to what has happened, to how they will react after, to how they will heal. All you can focus on is what are you going to do to almost just like not make the situation worse and what can you do in your power to make things better for your own self. Because sure, everyone else can forgive you, but if you don't forgive yourself, then you're just basing your next decisions and next steps on being a people pleaser. And that's not the tea. Mm-hmm. That's not, no, but we've definitely been, I think, conditioned a lot to be people pleasers. But I do like that you've brought up like this control let go of that control and let go I think even just detaching from expectations because I think that you know part of the reason maybe you were so you don't trust yourself anymore is because you had certain expectations about where you wanted to be what you wanted to be doing and I'm talking from experience even you know and if those don't align all of a sudden you're like I don't trust myself I don't trust my capabilities it's like okay what if you know you were to accept that this is where you are now. Like, I think when people say let go of control, it's a matter of accepting, like, this is who you are right now. This is where you're at. Mm -hmm. There's always been lessons, you know, it's like, but what are you going to do moving forward with everything that you've learned? And what are you just going to do right now? Like every single day, it's like, what if every day by day, we just focus on the choices we make? Mm. Like today, I'm going to make the best choice for myself. And that choice Mm -hmm. for me after this podcast will involve taking my forest bathing book and going for a walk in the woods and then taking a dip in the lake. You know, it's like, what if today, instead of worrying that in two months from now, I don't know where I'm living and all of this and all of that, it's like all of these little, it's like that monkey chatter. It's like, what if you were to just for a second trust that things will come in motion? There's action involved, of course, but what use is worrying going to do? That's just draining your energy. That's actually depleting you of your energy. And I think it's healthy, the fact that you are thinking ahead because you are setting up some goals for yourself and possible paths for yourself in this timeline, right? And um, you're contemplating them, but sometimes we get in over our heads Mm -hmm. and over contemplate it and act like it's the next step when the next step is you're 20 steps ahead. It's kind of like, whoa, 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 let's reel ourselves back in. We're imagining different scenarios like I've done things like I've imagined what my future kitchen um, curtains or whatever are going to look like <laughs> with my future lifestyle or whatever, whoever I'm living with, whatever the case is. And it's like, okay, chill. Where are we right now? Like, relax, girl. <laughs> and something that I do to really help myself gain that trust in my own self when I'm like, as you said, what can I do to make the best decision for myself in this moment? Amazing. But when you don't trust yourself and you're like, I don't know what the best decision is going to be, you get in mm-hmm. over your heads. So settle down, let the monkey chatter chill, do a meditation, breathe it out, do a workout, sweat it out. I love that. Um, dance it out. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> right? Yeah. And make maybe even three promises to yourself for that day. So this could be like a task list or even just a promise, almost like I promise to smile at everyone that I pass along on my walk today. Or I promise that I will put the dishes away first thing in the morning. Or 
I will get this one task at work that I've been putting off and I will complete it. And once you do that, you're like, hey, I did that thing. Like, that's me. That's who I am. I trust myself today little by little because I did something and I committed to it. Stick to your own commitments before you can even make those like commitments outside of you. Really trust your own instinct and that's something that you can do to make the best choice for yourself. Take little, 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 little things. I love that. Taking the little instead of constantly like the big of like, where am I here? Where am I blah? Like focusing, we're always, I think we are, we're focusing in terms of like, mm-hmm. okay, where's my career at? Where's my home? What's my relationship status? Yeah. When you look at everything very big picture, it can seem scary. There's a difference between looking at it in an observant state versus being judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I think we are, since we are our own worst critic and have the tendency to be our own worst critic, even taking a step back from that seat of judgment and just observing your life from like a friendship perspective. I was actually having a talk with a friend about this and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm so kind of mean to myself. I have to put myself in your place. I'm like, if I was, like, that's my friend, like, if I was you, what would I say? about this and she was like but girl like you could have done the most wildest things and I'd be like "Mm, but okay and then it made me think wow I have such beautiful people in my life that would go with the flow and support me in anything that I do so why can't I be supportive of my own self and just trust my own personal values because if I base that on someone else they and I have a beautiful support system, they're going to be Team Vanessa no matter what I do, right? But I have to be Team Vanessa first. Mm-hmm. How can I – even my sister said this to me. She's like, how can you um, – she said this in a different way. I'm paraphrasing. But how can you expect others to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? So same with you. How can you expect others to trust you if you don't trust in yourself? How can you expect others to love you if you don't love yourself? Mm -hmm. They always say as well that you can only meet others as deep as they've met themselves. Same goes back to you. This This whole podcast episode is about bringing it back to you, that internal trust, that internal love, right? Mm hmm So my question is, How do you believe in yourself when you spend your whole life doubting yourself? I guess my rebuttal is, did you really not trust yourself your whole life? Because innately, there was a point where you knew exactly what you're doing. Even as a baby, you're like, I am hungry. I'm going to cry. I want some food. (laughs) I want some milk. (laughs) I am crying because I am tired. I know what I want. Mm -hmm. Like That's your intuition. That's your instinct as a baby. Like You know what you want. As you grow up, things happen. Things change. Maybe you're learning from other people the things that you might need or the things that you might feel. So there was a point. And I guess the point is to go back and just remember oh, yeah. who you are. That's the journey, right, of life. Remembrance and growth. Remembrance and growth. And then you're just going on that trajectory. Mm-hmm. Did that answer anything? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I love that personally. I think it is a journey of remembrance, a journey home because like we – 
I mean, I do believe that we were always born just like whole and complete light, you know? And then along the way, it's like, I find that um, we've just absorbed, we're constantly absorbing all this other information, all these other thoughts, all these other beliefs, you know? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we're making those other beliefs, like external beliefs mean something about ourselves. And that's why I think it's like such a process of like learning and unlearning. It's a lot of self-reflection of where did this thought come from and like understanding, you know, like I find, yeah, like maybe it came from your family. Maybe it came from like the societal structure, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like political systems, political beliefs, religious beliefs. And it's, I think it's, it's quite a process. Like it's quite a process when you look at all these influences that are shaping you. Everything around you has shaped you. All of your experiences have shaped you. And then all of a sudden, it's like we're meant to be stripping that away layer by layer in order to uncover yourself. Like, whew. Only even as I'm saying this, I'm like, holy shit. You know, like that's <laughs> that's a lot. It is. It is quite intense. And I think that when you are in a space where you – lose your own intuition because your love for others is so deep that you trust their intuition and their thought process and their decisions more than your own. That's where things can get a little dangerous. So when you are in very deep-rooted, intense, I guess, type relationships or you're very connected to family or a partner, whoever it may be, friends, and you start trusting their judgment on things more than your own, I think it's healthy to take a step back in a polite way. You may need to voice it to that person or not and just reconnect with yourself because that's when you can also lose that sense of trust when other people start to make decisions for you and you know you are capable of making your own decisions. And even if you don't feel like you are and you need to get someone else's validation, which is totally normal, getting affirmations from someone else, any confirmations or validations, totally okay. We are human beings and it's our essence to communicate and rely on each other. And that's okay. You have to rely on yourself too. So do what you need to do to take a step back and regain that sense of intuition with your own self. Totally okay. So what do you do to hone your intuition? Definitely take a step back. I journal do my meditation. I love doing guided meditations that have a drop-in process that allow me to um, center each part of my body that's kind of like the ones that are like, okay, and I'll take a moment and just relax your feet, relax your calves, relax your quads, like that goes through each step. And it allows me to surrender And when I say surrender, I don't mean give up because I used to think like, why would I want to give up that control? Um, No, it's not giving up control. It's just allowing yourself to be in that moment and the monkey chatter can take a seat and go eat a banana somewhere else, right? Um, And another thing I love to do is just turn on some music, some old throwbacks. Lately, I've been on my Britney Spears, Spice Girls, (laughs) Hilary Duff Metamorphosis album flex. Like I've been connecting to nine-year-old Vanessa like it is no one's business like literally doing what I did as a kid which was dancing in front of the tv because I used that as a mirror in our family room and I'm doing that now like really getting in touch with that sense of self and I just did whatever I wanted to do and 
I felt so free. So that's another thing that I do for myself. Going on my walks, spending time outside reading, just taking a little blanket and reading, um, connecting with friends, people who see me for me. I need that in my life that grounds me and that helps me to remember who I am. And setting up a good routine for myself. Usually, if I'm feeling out of it, it's because I know I ate something that doesn't align with my body or I'm sleeping late or making not the healthiest of choices with those daily habits and routines. So I kind of, it's a wake up for me. Like, hey, you're feeling out of it. You don't trust yourself again. You're getting a little wonky on that. Okay, it means you need to set up some um get that discipline right the discipline that creates the room for freedom Mm. episode four oh shout out episode four (laughs) what yeah so Mm -hmm. i guess those are some things that i do for myself that really help me at this point in time and just reminding myself uh and as i say that i hang around people that um remind me of who i am it's because these people prevent me from dimming my own light they just remind Mm. me of who i am so i'm like yo they're making v-dog shine i'm gonna stay by you so yeah those are some of the things that i do what do you do aside from your forest baths and all that juicy goodness (laughs) it doesn't actually yeah forest bathing is just walking well, it's walking, listening. I don't even know what that. I was like, is she rolling around in leaves? Because if she does, that's awesome. <laughs> For clarification, you're not naked in the forest, or like, yeah. But unless I guess you want to be, but <laughs> <laughs> do you? Um, <laughs> what do I do in order to hone my intuition? This is a great question because I'm, like, trying to hone it right now. And, like, I'm asking myself this all the time of, like, is this my intuition or is this just, like, a belief because of this and that, you know? Overthinking. I am. It's it's in the mind. I mean, it's good to question it, question everything, but then just remember who you are at the same time. Exactly. So I find that the best way to do it is to get into my body connect to my body so movement even just like focusing on my breath like I guess some people would call that meditation you know like focusing but like it doesn't have to be for long even um I love doing breath works that I've done before like guided those are very guided sort of like getting in your body through the power of breath I love walking Yeah, like sometimes I won't even necessarily do like any like hard movement, but it'll be just like going for a walk and then observing what's around me. Just looking, like looking and detaching from that judgment. And then like as I'm just like looking, like I'm just a being, I feel like that's where these, you know, gut feelings or intuitive, whatever you want to call them, they just kind of like fly in, you know, like very unexpectedly. It's like, it, like for me, I feel like it manifests in these like urges or passions and I manifest a lot in creativity and like, I'll just get these like sensations of, I want to create this. And it's like, I didn't set out to do that. It just like, it comes to me. I'll see something like a color or a picture or a texture. And then it'll be this overwhelming feeling of like, I want to create this. I want to express this. Um, like yesterday morning, I feel like it was my intuition telling me to like go down to the lake and create 
You know, like I did this like river monster photo shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) I feel like it was just like, yeah, it was just this thought that thought without judgment and it was very neutral. And it's like deciding to listen to it and like act on it. It just was. There was no attachment to it either. You know, it just, it was Mm. like, okay, this is it. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is amazing. And we would love you listeners to let us know some of the things that you do to regain that trust and hone into that intuition yourself. So you can shoot us a DM on Instagram at wildfire.and.flowers or you can send us an email at hello at wildfireandflowers.com. We'd love to hear from you and feel free to ask us any questions as well. So I guess summing it up, wrapping it up, Get out in nature, talk to your homies, spend some time alone, breathe, be aware of your breath, do whatever you got to do to quiet down that monkey chatter, make yourself a nice cup of tea, sip, sip, and relax, dance it out, focus on movement, set those micro goals, and stick to them. Take charge of your own life. You can do it. We believe in you. We know you can, and we know you know you can too. So... That's the tea. (laughs) Thank you for tuning into the frequency of wildfire and flowers. And we hope you now take the time to tune into your own frequency. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on episode number six. (laughs) Bye, everyone.